traveling through time and space. It's the podcast of timey wimey proportions, Podcastica. Now, here's John and Taylor. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica. As you just heard, here on the Night of Living Geeks Network, we are going to talk about episode two of season 10 of Doctor Who Smile. My name is John, and joining me as always is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, how's it going? It's good, John. I'm smiling. I'm smiling oh, so big. Oh, I'm, oh my God. I'm so happy that you're smiling. <laughs> yeah, I'm so smiling that you're happy. Oh. Seven Doctor fans will get that reference. Uh, <laughs> I'm good, John. I'm good. How, how are you doing? I'm doing quite well. Nice. You know, we got new stuff apparently going on here notlg we got some new intro stuff that's cool i know i like it i like it very much and so we got a couple of different different things going on there that's that's um new voice of notlg irving he's a good guy i dig it a good <laughs> dude <laughs> how are you how was your weekend uh weekend was good weekend was productive and uh, uh the weather was great and now it's gone gray and it rained on me driving home today. I don't know what is oh, up. Oh, no. Yeah, it rained a little bit, which I, I thought was weird because I didn't think it was supposed to rain, right? I, like, maybe drizzle today for an hour. But then it was, like, full-fledged rain driving home. So Very strange. It took 50% longer. Thanks, barrier traffic. <laughs> um. Wow, we are just, this is, what is happening? <laughs> we're all full of words today we yeah we have no words apparently i uh i was in la this weekend yeah that's right a lot of fun went to go see some of the uh the pro wrestling yeah it was good stuff made uh-huh. some uh podcast connections cool always so, a good thing so we'll see what uh what happens with that but i think let's just jump into it shall we i think we should we got some who news yeah. And this first one is amazing, and I didn't know that, and here we go. It's so cool. Sonic Screwdriver has been added to the Oxford English Dictionary. Oh, uh, yeah. Very exciting. Yep. As and we ch- got a link about that. Yeah. I mean, it should have been in there years ago. Do you, do you want me to read the definition? I've got it up here. I would love for you to read the definition. Okay. <clears throat> According to the Oxford English Dictionary's blog, the new entry will read... Sonic screwdriver, noun. Chiefly, science fiction, a handheld electronic device which uses sound waves to perform various mechanical and technical functions. And then below it has in slightly smaller type, originally and chiefly in or with reference to the British television series Doctor Who. Awesome. That's, oh man, that's so cool. We did it, everyone. Shut it down. We made it into the dictionary. (laughs) Turn off the lights. Let's go home. It's, it's all it's all downhill from here, I guess. Now, this next rumor, I I was told about this this weekend, and I said, okay. "Excuse me." Right now, there is a rumor about the Christmas special, and if it is yep. remotely true, it is indeed, as is written down in the, our Who News notes, a doozy. Taylor, tell the good people about this rumor. Okay, we we want to talk about it. Okay, fair enough. Now, ladies and gentlemen. Grab the salt nearest you and take a heaping spoonful of it because this report technically does come from the mirror and we know how accurate they are. Yes. Yeah. Super but accurate. 
Wait, right. is that r- no? By by super accurate, we mean completely not. Oh, right. Yes. Clickbaity kind of crap. Um, but the idea, like I said, if this idea is even half true, it's going to be one hell of a Christmas special. And I don't even know how it's going to even remotely have anything to do with Christmas. So the mirror claims that David Bradley will return as the first doctor. Now we saw him in um, the, not the, well, yeah, in the 50th anniversary special, but also in the, the adventures of time and space, kind of the whole, like how doctor who came to be special, which is fantastic. Totally worth watching. Yes. Um, and, and so I'll, I'll read this here quickly. It says, Doctor Who will have a unique time-traveling companion in the Christmas special in the shape of his first incarnation. Bradley previously portrayed the actor behind the first Time Lord for the BBC sci-fi show's 50th drama and adventure in time and space. He will flank Peter Capaldi's 12th Doctor in this year's festive outing following the departure of Pearl Mackey as Bill Potts at the end of this series, despite rave reviews after her debut on Saturday. Remember, this is the mirror. Anything could happen. Yeah, an insider and insider revealed David was convincing as Hartnell, and it's exciting that he's back. Four years ago, it took all the previous doctors to save Gallifrey, so maybe some of the others will also pop up in Capaldi's swan song. It's great that the first doctor will be there to help out during those all important regeneration moments. Now, the first doctor won't actually be there. I mean, William Hartnell's dead. Be that as it may. So, rumored plot details. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay, again, the mirror. Grain of salt, if you can't pick up a grain of salt, just grab a spoon, keep that in there. In the plot, the first doctor has to help the twelfth play out his last mission in the TARDIS. The pair must work together to save home planet Gallifrey by moving it to another dimension. Sound familiar? Fans will discover the close-up shot of Capaldi's eyes from the 50th anniversary special, The Day of the Doctor, was actually the start of his regeneration. Oh, this wow. Was, I know. This scene, uh, which was the only glimpse that viewers got of Matt Smith's successor during the entire episode, will be returned to at Christmas time as Capaldi transforms into the 13th Doctor. Interesting. I didn't know. Well, no, I feel like I heard about that as well. <clears throat> That's pretty interesting. It, 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 w- it would be quite the adventure. It would be kind of nice to actually... Uh, it, 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 the idea only holds water with me because it kind of goes with that whole full circle vibe we're getting off this season. Yeah. Definitely. So who knows? Interesting. Yeah. I also read an article that said some actor had already started filming or filmed his scene as the 13th doctor. So, I mean, oh, really? Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to believe anymore. It's I, just like, I really, exactly. I don't even care. All... I will just wait till they do that official BBC reveal, and then I'll yeah. It's I all disinformation see. right now because I I even saw Nerdist report that um, again, and it wasn't them reporting; it was them saying that you know a British tabloid had reported that. Yeah, um, I don't remember her name, Michaela Coel. She's a uh, a black uh, female actress in England was cast as the 13th doctor it's like okay i'm you know what i'm just tuning it all out until later yeah it's just at this part it's it's at this point it's just not even worth it (laughs) (laughs) completely not it's just uh it's like okay that's fine yeah so io9 
reviewed Smile, the episode we are about to discuss, and they said that Capaldi and Mackie are so good together that they make even a so-so episode great. And do Taylor, do you agree with this? And I would assume, do you agree with that Smile was a so-so episode? Well, I... You know, we'll get into it in in greater depth, but I think I think I think there are elements of smile. Like if you really if you really decide to dig in and nitpick the story a bit, there are some stuff that doesn't hold together all that great, or that might seem a little out of character. Um, would I necessarily go so far as to call it so so? No, I really liked the episode, um, but at the same time giving an episode for Peter Capaldi and, and, and uh, uh, Pearl Mackie to have some time without uh, Matt Lucas in the mix, uh, without Nardle in the mix, um, and really for much of the episode without much of anyone else yeah. in the mix, really gave them a chance to shine. And I, and I think that was brilliant. And um, I think they do make the episode great. Um, but I don't think the episode as a whole was so so it was it was good but i saw some stuff where it's kind of like well would he really do that and and why didn't he think to do this or anyway we'll get into it what did you think i i actually really enjoyed this episode and i went so and i don't know if this is a hot take or not but i went so far as to say if we continue down this path Mm -hmm. i think your prediction that this season will top next season will come true i you know it it's tough to say only one sixth of the season. Yes, in. yes. <laughs> but we are on track for something like that. This is this is shaping up to be very solid. I agree. I one hundred percent agree. Yeah. Oh, this is a good reminder for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, reminder that Gallifrey One hotel rooms go on sale May first at noon West Pacific Daylight Time, West Coast Time. Yeah. Oh boy! So, yeah, we um, got to get talking about that soon. I think. I'm sweating already, <laughs> and not because it's warm. No, definitely not because it's warm. No. So uh, this week we reviewed the Beach Boys album "Smot." Oh wait, no. <laughs> we reviewed Pet Sounds. I smile. I could do a whole podcast about that. It was We're a lost. Not- it was a lost album at one point, folks, and we, you know, finally got it. Anyway, seriously, we reviewed Smile. It stars Peter Capaldi as the Doctor, Pearl Mackey as Bill, Matt Lucas as Nardle, and, oh boy, here we go, Kaiser Akhtar as Praiseworthy. And it was written by Frank Cottrell Boyce and directed by Lawrence Goff, or Go. Did I nail it? I still think it's Goff. Did I nail the other ones? You did! Thank you. You really do need to look at my pronunciations before we start recording, but you did it. Good job. I, I, I did, but then I looked at the voice one. That one was easy. Yeah. Cottrell voice. Uh, yeah, but act, uh, that was fine. Kaiser Actar. I got that. That's you, fine. And you, you nailed it. Ladies and gentlemen, tweet your appreciation <laughs> to John about this. Let's all be proud of him, okay? Thank you. It first aired on April 22nd, 2017 and is the second story of season 10. We have some we have, you know, little story notes, just a little. <laughs> it it took Tardis Wikia a couple of days to get the notes for uh, Smile up and 
what there was didn't really lend a ton of depth uh, to it. But we are seeing this continued trend of classic Who references in this current season. Most notably, we get some references to the third Doctor, the fourth Doctor, the seventh Doctor era. Plus, I feel like there's a nod to Star Wars in there. And I've tried to figure out if there's a very subtle, like, homage to a scene from Red Dwarf. But Frank Control Voice is not on Twitter, so I've had no uh, support for this idea. But I'll put it out there. And if you guys look at this scene and remember the one that I'm thinking of, let me know if you think it's an homage. But again, we will get to that. I, right. I mean, also, while we're on the uh, the subject of references, there is an IT crowd reference in this. Oh, yes, of course, there is an IT crowd reference in that. I totally should have put that in, in our Which in is, single story note, but you're right. I was very happy with that. That made oh, me very I was happy. Too. So, Taylor, as always, we have a world-famous synopsis from you. Let's hear it, please. Indeed, the Doctor and Bill land on one of the earliest Earth colonies. But where are the colonists, and what are these emoji bots really up to? Now, the Doctor follows a line of logic only to figure out he's down the wrong road and turns around just in time to welcome the emoji bots as the universe's newest life forms. <laughs> no poop emoji here. Oh, thank God there was no poop emoji. I know, right? Now, Taylor, um, usually you're used to seeing my notes because um, let's just yes. give, give the, the listeners a behind-the-scenes thing here. Taylor and I share a Google Doc, and we both take notes on it. Because sometimes I'll ask questions and he will answer them. So we remember to talk about them later. But I was on location. <laughs> I was not, I was not, uh, I usually have two screens up when I'm watching and taking notes. And I didn't have that luxury. So I wrote my notes. Welcome so you can hear. World. Yeah, I wrote them down and I did not have time to type them. So flying blind today. Sort of, yeah. I don't. I kept looking, like even before recording. I'm like, why are we? Why am I still looking at notes for the pilot? Why oh, are mine still gone? <laughs> oh, whoops! Oopsie! Whoops! Indeed. Now, this episode, apparently, Io Nine said it was so so. I rather enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I uh, I just I like that we are. So the pilot was like it was indeed a pilot. Of course, you know, it was mm-hmm. a two play kind of thing where we it's like Bill's first adventures. And now it's like Bill's kind of saying, OK, I got a whole bunch of questions. Oh, so many questions. And they were great. Like, why are the seats so far? And I just loved I loved the, the doctor explaining everything to her. And I, I just love that Bill is asking questions. It just makes me so happy that it's not just we. She was on the TARDIS for the first time, and she's just like, yeah, everything makes sense. Right. I just love where we are right now. It makes me makes me very happy. And we do. We- I am too. But do you think do you think the questions might soon get to be a little like, OK, Bill, we get it. You've got 18 questions about this. It, it could be. I mean, in the preview for next. But I mean, Look, when you're trying to like, <laughs> this is so weird. You're trying to build a relationship with someone. You ask a lot of questions. This is true. So we're trying to, they're trying to form like a, and but but then again, she's kind of already formed a relationship with him because they, but this is before she knows who he really is, you know, because she, she's being tutored by him. So you, you would assume that 
you know, we see the term papers, we see time passing, we assume that they've spent a decent amount of time together. Well, and they have. I mean, even in in, in the pilot, it was it was at least the span of uh, I don't know how British schools work a semester. Yeah, so it was it was a, a couple of months at least. At the very least, yeah. yeah. So it's it's almost it's almost like she knew that person, and now she really knows who this person is. But she needs to re ask questions that maybe he didn't answer. You know. I mean, you know, she didn't know about the TARDIS, so right, right. And, this is and like I'm having not, your world I'm not blown suggesting apart. that I'm getting tired of like that aspect of her character, but I see it as something that could, if it lasts the entire season at that intensity, could wear a little thin. Uh, I do agree, but I don't think I don't think it'll I don't think it'll get I, to that point. I don't think it will either, honestly. So <clears throat> we we get a lot of information in this little opening. Yes. We find about uh, about this oath not to go off world, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. Yeah, it, there's there's this kind of like exile aspect uh, going on here, kind of like kind of like how the third Doctor was exiled to Earth. Yes, and yeah, N- N- Nardole, he uh, did, did he seem he seemed different in this episode than he did in the last one. Like in the last episode, it was more. He was more, I don't know what it was. It just doesn't seem like he likes Bill all of a sudden. It, I, I, well, you know, that's, that's a good point. I mean, even, even when, when he's knocking at the TARDIS door, you know, the doctor turns and goes, mom, you know? Yeah. Um, so obviously I think whatever the doctor has promised, Nardole has got to keep him to it. And I think maybe Nardole's worried that, you know, oh, you're hanging out with this Bill gal now. I shouldn't say chick. That's like sexist or something, right? And, um, <laughs> you know, I'm worried it's going to distract you from, you know, this this promise you made. And that might be where that kind of interaction's coming from. Yeah. it's. Just, it, I understand. Like, it's who's the, who's the new girl? Who's the... <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you, you just made an oath that you were not going off world. Now... I mean, I assume we'll find out. We got a very vague kind of almost Matt Smithy explanation where mm-hmm. he says a thing happened, which resulted in stuff. You know, he says that a little later. Yeah. So thing, promise, vault. You know. So he's. I mean, we'll we'll just go to that part. He's guarding this vault. It almost seems like, yeah. but he's also trying to open it. So he's trying to figure something about it. Yeah. So I assume still that he, I actually wrote down. So he, so he does know. So does he know? Like, does he know what's in there? And he's just not telling us. I, I'm still not sure. Yeah. I have no idea. It's just very, very odd, but let's go, let's go back. Nardo leaves and say, I think he says something about tea or something. Yeah. He's going to he's he's going to go. Uh, the doctor asks him to put the kettle on. Yes. And he a- he asks Bill past or future. She goes future because duh, basically. <laughs> and we go to I believe we cut to this new world. Yes. Mm-hmm. And hey, earphone, huh? That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Well, we're not even quite there yet. Well, we get it. We're still in the cold open. We, we, we see some of the 
uh, people who are working there and the emoji bots. Oh, but we get the you you they get the ear. The ear lights up at one point. Oh, that does, doesn't it? You're right. Yeah, oh, I'd forgotten about that. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about when when Bill oh. and and uh, the doctor get their little. No, ear no, no, open. not yet. My and, bad. And they're coming back. No worries. They're coming back from. I don't know the fields or something. Yep. And it's just very. It looks like there's nobody around. And this woman says, "Smile. You need to smile." And I'm going to tell you some crazy <laughs> stuff. All of our friends are dead, but please smile. And I'm just like, "Oh man, this is bad." And then she does. <laughs> she doesn't smile. And these. I guess let's talk about the emoji robots just for a little bit. Yeah. I I love the design of them. I do too. I loved their emojis. I thought they were all great. Yeah, the the design department did a great job with how all of that looked. Yes. I thoroughly enjoyed them. And their I guess <laughs> two tears means you're about to die. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, you're extra sad. You you need to die. Now. You need to die. So I I really, I really, really hope that we get some emoji bot cosplay at uh well definitely a galley but i think between now and then i hope somebody does i hope somebody's already working on it i'm sure someone is but uh i, I will get to another thing i would like somebody another piece of merchandise i would really like to see very soon other than mr huffle other than mr huffle yes <laughs> so two tears means you're about to die uh, skulls mean you the, the death is coming. It is imminent, and the robot bees are gonna grind you into bones. I whoa, yeah, that was that was intense. Okay. But I mean, that was intense. And once again, we get what I'm now gonna call uh, hashtag scream into theme. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Thank you. Do occasionally have good ones. Well, we we missed is... that. That didn't happen last week for us. No, but we get it this week. Yeah, scream, scream into theme, which is pro. You know what? I would not be surprised if that becomes an industry term. I hope so because they do that on a lot of shows. Oh God, yeah. Scream into theme. That's great. I love that. <laughs> yes. So we talked about it earlier. A thing happened guarding the vault. All that stuff. We go out into this planet or the city and everybody gets upgrades. So Bill and the doctor have upgrades for their ears now. Yes. And they're just, you know, getting a lay of the land. I love the look of this city. This city looks amazing. It is gorgeous. It's the, uh, it's like the, the cultural arts center in Valencia, Spain. Yeah. Um, and that is literally what the building looks like. And it, they had to do so little, um, work to make the building look, you know, more alien or more futuristic, but that is literally what that building looks like. Yeah, it's beautiful. It just looks so nice. And yeah. I'm trying to think oh, the, so we get a little emoji robot going up to the doctor and Bill and they it's hand like, them Yeah, like hello. Here here's a here's a mood indicator. <laughs> here's your mood badge. And the mood badge when they grab it goes immediately to their back so they can't see their mood. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's like they're holding it, 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 it like jumps off their hand, like crawls. Yeah, which is... But not really having legs, but it just goes... Yeah, kind of slides. Yeah, it's which cool. Is just, cool effect. Yeah, it's cool, but also super creepy. So what I need is I need a button with the doctor's emoji face on it. 
Yes. There was a face he had for most of the episode, and I said, I need this on a button because it looks so cool. And it had eyebrows, of course. Yeah, I actually really kind of like, I think my favorite one was like the stern face. Yes, the stern face one was very good. "Mm, I'm judging you. Yes, I thoroughly enjoyed the like the emoji just design of all the emojis was fantastic just throughout. And from what I remember seeing just in various bits and bobs on Twitter, it actually it actually took um, quite a lot of effort (laughs) to get those made and looking just right. I guess I had a lot of trial and error with them. Really? That's interesting. Yes, I know. I wasn't exactly sure the the processes. I mean, it looks like it's kind of. uh, you know, if you looked at one just static, like it's, uh, you know, kind of very resin heavy. Yes. <laughs> and we also got, they they go to sit down and have a meal. Yes, a blue algae. And I feel like this is around where Bill finds out that the doctor has two hearts. Yes, I think they did a really good job and of I, kind of introducing that concept. Yes. I also, and I don't know if you caught this. And I kind of laughed and I had to look mm-hmm. it I had to look it up because I thought maybe I was an, imagining things. She says, you don't like you don't like fish. And he says, no, I like them socially. And I laughed because I took that as a Jed the fish reference. Oh, of course. I thought that was very funny. And I, I mean, I don't oh. know if they meant that, but that's what, you know, I figured that's what we were gunning at. I should I should have been able to put that together. Yes, of course. And man, just a whole lot of like Bill. Bill is just like this is so cool. We have emoji <laughs> robots, and I'm eating fish that is a little cube. And she's just she doesn't understand that the doctor always thinks something's up, and he because you know trouble usually finds him or he right. finds trouble. And she's like, how are you not loving this? Like, I, I do not understand it at all. And he says, where are all the people? <laughs> like, wh- where where are all the people? Did you, are we the first people here? Shouldn't there be like a skeleton crew? Which was like, ha ha. <laughs> See what you did there. There is a skeleton crew. They're fertilizing the plants. I also have, she has some, I think Bill said, Bill, once again, has amazing lines throughout this. Mm-hmm. I think she says, is this some sort of bloke utopia? Yes, which exactly. I, I thought was very funny. And another thing that I thoroughly enjoyed about this episode was the the chip tune used in the music. There was a bit more synth. Yes, it definitely but, was. And that I think definitely was a bit of a callback to some of that 80s classic who that we're used to. I like. I really enjoyed that. I was like, "Yeah, we got a little eight bit going on in here. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah, cool." Sure, Bill's smile is seriously infectious. It really is, and she's having so much fun. And the doctor's just—he's not having any fun. No. And we're walking around. You know, we're just getting a lay of the land, trying to see if there are indeed any people here. Maybe they're all just hanging out somewhere. And we come across this. I believe it's like a. What is it? It's like uh my goodness. It's uh like the garden? Yes, the garden. Yeah. So we're at the garden and the doctor kind of notices that the fertilizer they're using is weird. Uh yeah, as soon as I saw that first kind of shower come down, I was like, "Oh god, that's ash, isn't it?" Yeah, and I we... just had this sinking feeling. 
And we come to find out that it is indeed the bones of people who we just saw get murdered by robot bees. I don't think we needed that flashback. I'll be honest. Yeah, we it, it flashback to that first part, right? Oh, because he yeah. puts the, he puts the bones up to his head or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, you know what? I actually that was kind of unneeded. I I didn't even you know I think I was so into it mm-hmm. that I didn't really. That's not really something I notice. I I do hate flashbacks of things that happened ten minutes ago. Yeah, because that's that to me is insulting to your viewers intelligence like you don't think they will remember something that happened but if we're using it as more of because we know but if the doctor's doing some weird mind meldy timey wimey thing Mm -hmm. then i mean i guess that's a better explanation as to why i guess i guess to me watching it now granted i only got one watching it so i was watching and taking notes so as was i yes yeah, and and for whatever reason, in watching it, it didn't come across to me that he was doing some sort of like mind meld with, you know, poor Yorick there. Yes, uh, which I was totally just reminded of Shakespeare when he brought exactly. up, which I mean is like every time somebody picks up a skull, I'm like, oh, it's like Shakespeare. <laughs> Precisely. I mean, because, you know, why not? Skulls, yeah. So th- um, they make a reference. I, I can't. Oh, I'm killing me now because they make a reference to... Uh, uh, Aberdeen in Scotland. Uh, I was like Aberdeen, Washington. What? No, no, no. Sister cities probably, but no, but that is our fourth doctor reference because when the doctor, uh, parted ways with Sarah Jane Smith, he was going back to drop her right back off in the, in, in Croydon and actually dropped her off in Aberdeen, which is very far away from each other. Yeah, well, because naturally, of course, he did. Yes. So I just, you know, you, you hear that mentioned. You're like, oh, oh they're doing that. Okay. So uh, panic starts to set in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the emoji robots are kind of following them. And I loved that they're running. And he says they're the, they're scarier because they don't. They're not chasing us because they don't have a reason to run. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh boy, because they're everywhere. They're everywhere. And they control these, like, you know, nanobots that make up the entire flipping building. Yes, which was cool. And I almost, that was another thing. I mean, you, I guess you have to have that line that the entire building is made of them. But we saw them literally come off of a pillar. Yes. So, I mean, it makes sense. I, I understand why we had to have that explained, but. At the same time, I I saw where they came from, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. Maybe they just have it in there a little extra time. Well, just in case, just in case you didn't see that. In case you turned away. Yes. Here now we're going to spell it out for you. <laughs> and then we get, which was a funny and also kind of disturbing scene of the doctor smiling. Yes. Oh God. Yes. Which was just amazing. And at this point, I just have the bill. Or the bill. The bill. Bill. Bill and the doctor they just have such great chemistry. I I love I love it. Mm-hmm. It's just so it's so good. I, I I don't and I'm just it it's so good yet it makes me so sad because we only get this for this season. Yeah, it seems. Which is dumb. I have a note here and I'm trying to read my own 
writing, spectacle emoji face is the best. Spectacle emoji. Maybe I don't know how to spell. Did they have, did they have one with glasses? I don't know. Did I miss it? Maybe I missed it. You know what? I'm I gonna, think. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, because I, I think kind of around this point, the doctor is intent on getting Bill back to the TARDIS. To yes. Safe. Yes. He says, all right, well, back to the TARDIS. See you later. Mm-hmm. And this is when I believe they're running. They're running back, right? They're running back to the TARDIS after they, yes. you know, both smiled and they're like, "All right, bye." And there's a shot of all the windows with all the emoji robots. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that the, yeah, that's a little before I think they decided to leave. And they're all watching Bill and the Doctor run away, and it it was just so it looks so cool. Yeah, very, very cool. And also like frightening because all of these robots are just watching them and they don't have to move because they are surrounded by little nanites that will destroy them if need be. Exactly. Yeah. So doctor, he places uh, Bill back in the TARDIS and says, well, uh, you chill here. I'm uh, going to go blow this place up. And this is the point where I think he starts going down this <clears throat> I don't know. Like he just he he assumes he's got it figured out. Yes. It almost seems a little quick to be like, well, we've explored all we're going to explore. There's clearly something wrong here. I have to destroy it all, which doesn't seem that doctorly. It you know, it actually doesn't. But I, I don't know. Maybe he just. Yeah, that doesn't seem that doctorly, does it? Well, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he thinks it's too late. Maybe this maybe this doctor now is just like, well, you know, I I, can't, I don't have time to if I don't see anything within if I don't see any improvement within the first 10 minutes, I'm just going to blow it up. Oh boy. Well, don't make him go back and watch in the forest of the night. Oh, did I go there? <laughs> oh, I did. I'm sorry. Well, uh, well. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe 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 the threat of being, you know, devoured by these nanites is so great that they're not really in a position to go exploring more. I, I've I've already this week listened to a few reviews of Smile and nobody's mentioned that possibility. So Yeah, there I mean, you go, friends. Who who uh, knows? But I, I did enjoy the conversation Bill and the doctor had about leaving the planet. Yes. I thought that was very good conversation. Thought the dialogue was really great there. And then the doctor says, you know, you got to stay here. Sorry, I got to go. And he runs away and then also says, stay away from my browser history. I know. Completely random. Which uh, I'm like, all right, that's fine, I guess. Sure. I don't know if I... Make an internet. It's an, it's an internet emoji joke, right? Yeah. I don't know if I like the doctor making it, though. <laughs> We don't want to know what the doctor's been looking I, at. I don't know. That's just, uh, to me, that's, I don't know. That just makes me, I, I laughed at the line, but then I thought about it. And I was like, I don't know if I need the doctor saying that. No, probably don't. That's just me. We get the penguin with his ass on fire line again. Yes. And, <laughs> and Bill kind of is just like, you know what? I'm in typical companion fashion. I'm not going to listen to what you say. Yeah, so she runs back into the fray. Yes, she does, and asks, why are you Scottish? <laughs> <laughs> not Scottish, I'm cross. I'm not Scottish, I'm cross, which was just a great line. And then... Yes. And not only that, we also, get a, we also get a Scottish independence joke a little earlier in the story. 
Yes. And I, I just love that she points out, like, you enjoy doing this. Mm-hmm. You are the helpline. Yeah. Because she goes, shouldn't we call the police or something? That was what she says. There. Shouldn't we call it, like, phone the police? She's like, no. What? Well, and they've had, an, uh, they've had you know, quite a few moments of discussion of, like, well, why does it look like a police box? Why did you leave it like a police box? You like it. Nah, it's what it was on. And then we get this kind of, like, you know, close up of like, you know, aid and assistance. And she's like, oh, she's like, yeah, I get it. She's like, yeah, you do like it. Come on. Exactly. And OK, so here's another theme, because, you know, I, I noticed this <laughs> so far in the first two episodes. We're getting a whole lot of these things that aren't actually the things that they appear to be like the puddle. Okay, yes. So the puddle wasn't what it appeared to be, obviously. And then we get the the robots in the wall slash they are every part of this. So they mm-hmm. appear to be a wall, but they're not a wall. They're actually little robot-y nanite things. Yeah. So I don't know. That is just a theme I noticed. And All I, right. I don't know where that would go. I mean, last year was the whole hybrid thing. Mm-hmm. Last year. Excuse me, last season. Yeah. Jeez. So I, I just wonder if that is going to be a reoccurring theme throughout this show that has some sort of payoff at some point. Oh, we'll have to keep tabs on it. So things that aren't the things that they appear to be. <laughs> that would be a category on Jeopardy. And it's around this time the doctor figures out that they're... There has there has to be a ship somewhere, mm-hmm. so he you know finds a real life door, and I loved this little map. Yes, oh, such a classic ship design. Yes, I love the map, but and then I also the other I guess another kind of thing that threw me off a little bit was wouldn't she be on the map as well, and wouldn't that kid be on the map? because um, because she's like following him. Does he Sonic the map? I can't remember. I think he does. I'm sure that's what he does. So, all right. Um, but we also, we also, can I get an amen? We get Bill saying wicked. Yes. Yes, we, get we our did. Bill Ace connection. Loved it. That was awesome. The first of hopefully many. I, I certainly hope so. But the doctor is off to find the Fleischmann cold fusion engine. In order to, I don't know, swap some cables and blow it up. Yeah, I guess so. And I have to wonder, because I, I like the design. I mean, right down to like the gauges. Um, I have to wonder if Fleischman is the new Magpie. Oh, I mean, it could be. I, I did read something that we will see Magpie a little more. Oh, will we? Yeah, that was from the, the Tenet episode, right? Yes. I have a feeling yes, I read uh, something that... Say said we would be seeing that logo a bit more. Oh, interesting. I'll which, have to watch for that. Yeah, which could be cool. Um, but, but but the Doctor eventually finds the Cold Fusion engine and here's our Star Wars reference, I think, because they've got this very kind of like overhead, almost crane shot of this, basically these intersecting walkways where this Cold Fusion engine is and you can see it's a long way down. Yes, a very long way down. Um, and I'm like, I know that camera angle. I'm, I know this shot. They are homaging that crap out of the shot. 
Yes, yes, they were. I think so, at least. No, yeah, it, it's it's definitely there were many many homages and references. Mm-hmm. Now, I love I loved that Bill is left behind to navigate, and then it just turns yes. out that the doctor actually memorized the map. Yeah, uh, but I also love she's like, hang on, let me just take a picture of the map, and I'll just come and meet you. And he, he says, no, it's fine. I already memorized. Yeah. Which was just good. It was just good but stuff. I, I think he's also he's like, oh, did you now just think to take a picture of the map? Yes, which is just great. Yeah, they just put. Oh man, like I said, I love I love these two together. It's it's, it's just very good. It really is. Like right off the bat, and there, <laughs> I just have old woman room. <laughs> yes, can I can I talk about this for a minute? Please do. Okay. Okay. So. Bill comes into this room where this old lady has obviously has passed away and there is a big book slash digital picture frame. <laughs> yeah. That is just running um, through all sorts of stuff, not just family pictures, but, you know, human history and stuff. And it's, I don't know, grandiose to say the very least. But the for me, the lighting, the colors, um, the layout of this room, I think, and I'm going to claim, is an homage to a part of the fourth episode of the first season of Red Dwarf called Waiting for God, in which one of the characters, who is basically a humanoid cat, you really need to watch Red Dwarf, John, <laughs> um, goes in search of, like, I don't know, like the meaning of everything. And there's this cat priest who is very old and about to die, who is in a room that, as my memory served, looked a lot like this room. And so in my mind, as soon as I saw this scene, even though this lady is already dead in this story, I went, wait a second. This all looks really familiar to me Um, because he's got this cat priest uh, guy has got this, this, you know, big book of, you know, basically their Bible and stuff. And so obviously I'm looking at this other book. I'm kind of putting these things together, but I have no official word from anybody involved with the show saying, yeah, that actually was an homage to Red Dwarf, but I'm claiming it. If anybody wants to at me on that, get at me, get at him, get at me. Well, I'm sorry that I, you know, don't, didn't, don't watch that show. So I can't be like, yeah, that that's that's it. It's okay. Don't worry about it. I'm sure one of our listeners out there, maybe even two, are like, yeah, I remember watching Red Dwarf in the 80s. That's awesome. Or, hey, it's on BritBox now. That's awesome. I saw that scene. I agree. Or, you're full of it, dude. <laughs> well, 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 hopefully, you know, at the podcast on Twitter. Yes. So you, you were talking about that history book, and I, I like that we kind of get the gist of what happened. Yeah, we, we get a little hint that, you know, Earth ain't doing so well, and folks had to take off. And I also enjoyed, because I I had seen them in the room, the uh, the cold fusion engine room, the mm. giant wrenches just hanging oh. out. And I was, yeah, holy moly. I was very excited for a giant wrench swing. And we, and we got one. Because the doctor thinks Bill is behind him, because he's trying to overload the engine. Yep. And an emoji robot shows up and grabs him, and he like hits it and almost falls off the uh, 
the side of the um yeah that was kind of a star wars reference wasn't it 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 was and and now maybe i just hadn't really noticed it but i don't really remember the emoji bots making a lot of noise uh no to this point now apparently they do they are actually kind of quiet but they do make little noises but i literally have a note going like did that emoji bot scream as it fell Ooh, and i wonder when that's he when he started to wonder perhaps <laughs> when he perhaps when he murdered a robot now would we would we put this uh this french swing on the duggan scale Ooh, yeah i think so i mean it okay. did some damage i would give it at least a um a 5.5 on the duggan scale all right, that's a, that. I, I was I was going a little a little closer to six, but we're in the same uh, we're, we're on the same. We're, yeah, here. we're right around there. There you go. I like <laughs> it. I like it. Mm-hmm. And this is when things start to to take a turn, and the doctor figures out, oh man, I'm super wrong. Yes, because my very next note was, oh doctor, you were wrong. <laughs> the doctor got it wrong, and we find out that all there, all the people are in the pods. There's a bunch of people in these pods and they hadn't been uh, they hadn't been woken up yet but uh the doctor in his attempts to destroy the engine kind of released them all yes started the wake up protocols or whatever you want to call it something sciencey and official yes and yes. we find out that the emoji robots and the actual just you know building as a whole doesn't understand grief yeah looks at grief as a plague so it's it's almost like and i can't i don't i don't know if they reference it but it's it's kind of almost like when we what is it what episode was it, it was a matt smith episode mm-hmm. the black the the black uh spot Curse one. Of the black spot yes yes so it's kind of like that where it's just a, it a little bit a big misunderstanding very very true now i have to wonder how good their programming was originally with if if you know the humans who were programming these robots were like you know uh your prime directive is to just you know keep us happy anything other than happy is bad and that's a little too simplistic when you're yeah that's um that's not good programming no that's pretty bad and uh, they didn't give us did they give us a uh a date on when this was happening um, no, I don't remember an exact date. I, the only thing that I remember of anything was that, that this star system, this planet was about 20 light years from Earth. So even if for some reason they were traveling at the speed of light, it's a 20 year trip. And I mean, it but almost seemed like it was, it had to be somewhere in the future, mainly oh, yeah. because, you know, Bill wants to go to the future. So. What I'm trying to get at is the programming probably should have been better because right. it, it was in the future, and I feel like they probably have nailed some stuff down by then. Exactly. You would think. You would think. You would think. Now, did you notice the name of the ship? I did not know. Okay. It, it was the, the and, I, and I will do a terrible job of pronouncing it. It was the Air One, which is simply nowhere backward jeez uh, it's like i wrote it down in my notes and i kind of looked at it for half a second i'm like oh, where, where have i seen this wait nowhere oh those bastards 
Of course. Of course. The good ship nowhere. The good ship Oh, so the doctor, he figures it out and and he's telling all these people that have have just woken up like, hey, these aren't these these guys aren't bad. And everyone's immediate reaction is we should probably murder them all. Yeah, let's shoot darn things. Which, you know, we wouldn't have a show if that didn't happen. Well, no. And this is this is kind of like the one big critique that I keep hearing is that this this really kind of had more of the pacing of a classic Who episode, which is great, but all of a sudden here's the last ten minutes of the episode and literally everything happens and it's wrapped up really quickly. Yeah, you know what? That that does make a lot of sense. This I guess did have a pretty but I mean I did okay, so sometimes when we we talk about the old we talk about pacing in classic who i think when well, yes when we talk about it i usually mention we didn't have to have most of this and the episode could have been more of a format like a current day who correct now i don't know i don't know i just i i understand why they said that but i feel mm-hmm. like my brain is telling me how we talk about pacing. And I feel like that to me means a lot of this we didn't need, but we're only two episodes in. Now, if this episode happened, I would say episode eight or nine, then I'd probably be like, what are we doing? Like, what is I all totally this stuff happening? And I, and I think when other people talk about this is pacing more like the classic who episode. They're not talking about it the way that we do where it's like, yeah. okay, you're dragged. Why do we see six people jump across this, the same space? Yes. Uh, <laughs> the go-to reference of mine. Right, exactly. I think they're talking about it more as in we're not watching this, this manic Matt Smith, mad dash for 45 minutes. We're not seeing David Tennant run through yeah. a, a ship it's about to plummet into a black hole for 45 minutes. It is a lot slower. There's a lot of conversation. There's a lot of character bonding and character development that we get for like 35 out of 45 minutes of this episode. Yeah. But, and, and I mean, but pe- 10 minutes of craziness. Yeah. But I mean, people who, this is, this is such a tangent, but whatever. I feel like people who reviewed the show should know what a Capaldi episode is at this point. Right? Well, yeah, but I don't know that we could look at all of Capaldi's episodes from series eight to now and say that they're all basically paced the same way. True. I, yeah, and I, 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 I understand that too, but I, I've, I don't know. That just that, that seems weird to me to complain about the pacing of a 45 minute long show. I, you know, I, I get it. But I, I don't think that we can necessarily disagree about the fact that we get to this last 10 minutes and a lot happens really quickly and it does oh. get wrapped up a little yes. quick. Oh, no, I, that I cannot disagree on. It's very quick. But I still feel we needed all that other stuff. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I, I agree that we need it. I think, I think when we say pacing, we don't necessarily mean that we don't need it. It just isn't as manic and rushed right as what as something we have been used to in the past okay exactly well there you go (laughs) Um, (laughs) so we find out that the the emoji robots have become self-aware and 
This I had a I had a pretty big problem with this reset button. Uh yeah. Mainly because everything exploded or it seemed that like it did. Is sure what it looked like. Now uh, uh yeah. It definitely looked like it exploded. I love that the doctor refers to himself as a scary handsome genius from space. Yes, that was that was amazing. And I mean, the the thing with the reset button that that kind that bugged me, and we we even talk about it is here. Here's another theme. We we get another mind wipe. Oh yeah, in a way we do, don't we? I mean, technically we didn't get one last time, but he tried it. He was gonna do it, mm-hmm. and he just mind wipes. And it's almost like the 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 pain that that Capaldi has gone through. He just feels instead of like feeling that pain, mm-hmm. it's just better to mind wipe. Well, now let me ask you this because I would almost say if you want to call this a mind wipe, I would say this one is justified because this one would ultimately save lives. Um, because the emoji bots did not lose their sentience, you know, they are still, right. you know, self thinkers. Yes. They just went, oh, hey, who are these folks who just showed up? Let's not kill them, at least not yet. Yeah. You know, so that, if we want to call this a mind wipe, then I would say that it is slightly more justified because it at least opens up the possibility of a peaceful, if not maybe profitable, cohabitation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It just kind of bothers me that we find out that they're self-aware and we don't get this. We don't get the, this, the doctor speech to these self-aware robots. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. We do get a good, good, a good doctor speech with the Haddock parable, but it really is something that I think, yeah, I think right. could have been better spent on, Hey, emoji robots. Congratulations, you're self-aware now. We need to work at getting along. Yeah, see, that would have been... Okay, so if we talk about the pacing, if we had cut some of the stuff out in at the beginning of this and got a doctor speech that either worked or didn't work, and then he had to go from there, I think that would have been a better use of our time. Yeah, I would agree. There you go. So yeah, he turned it off and on again, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is our IT crowd reference. Yes. I love that show. And yeah, I just I, I, I did like when he, he said, Hey, these people need a place to stay. Maybe you should mm-hmm. discuss rent with them, which I thought was great. <laughs> and the little pound sign emojis will bing. Yes, that was great too. <laughs> and yeah, you know what? I guess I didn't really think about this. They did wrap this up like rather quickly. Yeah, they did. Like we didn't find out about what was actually going on. I mean, we had the problem. At the beginning, you know, the bees eating people. And then there was a lot of middle. And then there was, oh, this is happening. Oh, wait, no, it's not. Oh, well, I fixed it. Uh, yeah. That is a bit of a quick, quick fix with the with the reset button. Mm-hmm. And we go back to the TARDIS and in natural doctor fashion. <laughs> I'll get you back at the exact moment we left. Yeah, of course, huh? Uh-huh. That always seems to work. Nope. <laughs> we are... Uh, where are we, Taylor? 
We're on the Thames, and look, there's an elephant. And there's an elephant, and that's how that's how the sh- the episode that's how the show ends. There is no more Doctor oh, Who. It's just <laughs> it an is. elephant, and you have to figure yeah. it out. It's the weirdest ending of all time. That would trump the Sopranos ending and stuff like that. So the, I wrote next on my notes. I wrote next time suplex because that's the only thing I saw. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> next time thin ice is what we are watching. Starring Peter Capaldi as the Doctor, Pearl Mackey as Bill, Matt Lucas as Nardle. Is he actually in this episode? Um, I believe so. That is odd. I'm not sure, honestly, but I thought so. And it was directed by Bill Anderson and written by Sarah Dollard. Sarah, quote-unquote, face the raven Dollard. Ah, yes. Hello. (laughs) How many people will you murder in this one? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) <laughs> um oh, i feel like i was gonna say so oh have you noticed how the end of the pilot goes literally like there's no gap it goes literally right into the beginning of smile and now the very end of smile has gone literally right into the beginning of the night yeah i i i rather enjoy that we are getting some gapless uh playback here i think I think that's what's going to happen. I think it would be even funnier if Nardole wasn't in any of these episodes until like the finale when he comes back for tea <laughs> somehow. I don't know. I've got a feeling we will see him before that. Oh, no, I, we definitely will. I'm just saying that would be <laughs> the like the longest, funniest joke of all time. Like all of this nonsense happens. Oh, he's just waiting with the tea the whole time. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. that would be funny. <laughs> So I, I enjoyed this episode. I mean, I, I guess in talking about it, we did find some fl- some flaws. I guess the pacing flaw, I do understand. I would have rather had... I need I need long Capaldi speeches. I need them in my life. Yeah, they're I, good. I mean... Everybody. Yeah, we we had the, um, the one in the Zygon inversion, which was, you know, yeah. it's just amazing. And I feel like we could have maybe benefited from something not as powerful... But as good, you know, in it would have been nice. Yeah. It would have been nice. It would have been. I, I, I enjoyed the episode as well. I mean, you know, I'm. This is not. This is by no means sleep no more. Oh no, uh, nothing is, <laughs> or, or anything like this. This, this was a very enjoyable episode. Uh, uh, Frank Control Boys has improved greatly over his previous episode. Is there room for improvement still? Sure, but you know what. That happens to all of us in life. And I think we as people who watch the show, enjoy the show, and ultimately come onto a podcast to review and at times critique the show, we might get a little nitpicky. Um, This was a great episode. I loved it. I'm looking forward to the rest of my family seeing it tomorrow when we decide to sit down and watch it. Um, And yeah, I mean, it was good. There's other things that I think we're like, yeah, it, it, it could stand with a little bit of improvement, but... I didn't sit there for a moment and go, you know what? I'm not enjoying this. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, as we went through this recording, I kind of said, yeah, maybe maybe it could have been better. But I still enjoyed this. I I enjoyed the dynamic between Bill and the doctor. I, oh, definitely. It's, it's, it's good. It's very good. And it can only get better. And I'm interested because in the next time he asks or she asks him, have you ever killed someone? And I'm very interested to hear what his answer is. 
He's like, well, there was this one emoji bot. There was this emoji bot. And, you know, that guy that I, in that dinosaur is on a spaceship episode. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and there's all, and then he just keeps going. He's going for like 45 minutes. Oh, God, please don't <laughs> let that be. The... No, no. Well, no. I don't know. This is Sarah Dollard. It's like a part two of just him listing people. He's either purposely, ki- no, he, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anymore, Taylor, but I do know <laughs> that I got some plugs to get to. Oh, uh, let's plug away then. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Search Podcastica. And actually on Twitter, it's at the Podcastica. I'm just noticing that now, apparently. Uh, yeah. <laughs> follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice and follow Taylor on Twitter at Apex Buddha. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Podcastica. Look for the Gallifreyan writing and rate and review us as well. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our Podcastica shirts. Uh, huge shout out to the Y Axes. They do our music. You can follow them on Twitter at the Y Axes. You can like their Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Y Axes. And you can buy some of their music on Bandcamp, theyaxes.bandcamp.com. And you can also just stream them on Spotify. That's that's what I do. Good stuff there. So join us again next week for our Thin Ice review. I am excited for Fog and Elephants (laughs) and Suplexes and Snow. Suplexes. It's a good old souple, as they call them Uh, somewhere. All right, well, we will talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya. It's good, John. I'm smiling. I'm smiling oh, so big. Oh, I'm oh, my God. I'm so happy that you're smiling. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so smiling that you're happy. Oh. Seventh Doctor fans will get that reference.